Hey everyone, welcome to our fourth podcast now for the CSUN Student Finance Association. My name is Rafi and I'm here with Caleb, our Director of Student Development. Caleb, what's up? What's going on, man? Nothing much, nothing much. Just uh, very, very glad to be here and uh, ready to help my fellow students out and, you know, just give whatever information I can give you guys so you guys uh, can take it and uh, do great things with it. Awesome, man. So we're here always to try and help our students, help anyone within the community. Most of the people are interested in finance, but hopefully it would transcend to other majors as well. You know, this is pretty relevant experience all across the board. So uh, today we're going to be talking about using internships, networking, extracurriculars, all these good things to land competitive positions. You know, at the end of the day, we're all trying to get that great job, our dream position. So, you know, going from A to Z, how do we get there? That's kind of the, pa- the picture we've been trying to paint. So... Caleb, let's first start out with like your own experience, your professional experience, your school experience, all these good things onto one. Tell us about your experience. Right, yeah, so uh, I have a similar uh, background to a lot of the students here at uh, Cal State Northridge where you just usually start off at a uh, smaller community college and you know after two years you work your way into uh, a four-year program. So you know I did that exact same thing. I did two years at a community, I uh, joined the Army Reserves for a year, and then when I came back, I applied to uh, join CSUN, you know, and, and study accounting initially. Um, so just like that, uh, I moved on into uh, internships and careers. I started getting involved with uh, you know, all the clubs and whatnot on campus, and I knew I wanted to study accounting, and I didn't initially know I wanted to study uh, finance as well. So I, you know, just kind of started applying for internships. I think everyone usually goes goes and starts doing that around their uh, sophomore years, uh, junior years. And uh, I first started at a Paramount Studios. Uh, so that was a really interesting uh, experience for myself. I was doing the finance and accounting uh, role and just that was my first real professional job. So. Um, I guess when we're talking about using internships to, you know, get into where you really want to be, you know, from point A to point Z, usually you have to have a good starting point, and that really was uh, that starting point for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, I'm looking at your LinkedIn literally right now. You know, it's something I, I kind of, like, look at a lot because I personally think out of all most of our students, you have one of the most diverse backgrounds um, of all. So you have, you know, like you just mentioned, you know, kind of like uh, you joined the reserves. What was yeah, that? Yeah, the uh, Army Reserves. Army oh. Reserves. Okay. So that was pretty early on. You transfer student. You were involved in several clubs. You have s- like s- a lot of training uh, within like uh, finance and accounting, uh, whether that's like RBMC here, uh, various things. You're double, you're minoring in finance on top of a uh, majoring in accounting. A uh, few internships, you know, as you just mentioned, Paramount. Now you're the campus ambassador for Wall Street Prep. Uh, you're doing private equity uh, internship, and you've been involved with KPMG. So several, so many different things that are going on. What's something that, like, just from the ground up, what what really like broke the broke the ice? What made you? What what kind of like surprised you that uh, this enabled you to get so many opportunities uh, initially? Yeah, definitely. That's an excellent question. Um, I think initially I was a little bit lost, um, as usually a lot of students that um, transfer in are 
you know, a little bit lost. And I think uh, as you get involved and you become aware of like all the other opportunities out there, like uh, you usually catch on to something. Like you mm -hmm. just get really uh, motivated. And at that time, all I knew was that I wanted to study accounting. And I was like, yeah, financial statements are really interesting. But um, I also wanted to learn how to do more with that. Um, and, you know, just by, you know, having the military background it was able to enable me to put my foot in the door to you know an industry internship you know such as paramount studios and that allowed me to work my way into uh, the audit internship in mm -hmm. uh, at kpmg which was like a lot of great exposure on public companies and and different industries and, and very very uh, I guess very uh, high market cap companies and just that experience uh, you know just really helped me uh, professionally um, being able to land other internships and you know other full-time opportunities um, and as far as the training like I think it's very important that you uh, find what you're really interested in and just uh, you know focus on finding training for it you mentioned that um, Wall Street that I uh, have a position as the Wall Street Prep uh, Campus Ambassador, um, but prior to that, you know, I had just looked at our former president mm -hmm. and uh, our current president um, and listened to some of the stuff that they had to say about you know the Wall Street program. As I was uh, becoming more interested in finance, and um, you know, I ended up making the investment and you know purchasing the program and just really taking all of the courses and. You know, when you when you do engage in extracurricular activities and learning, like it really puts you ahead of the competition, and mm -hmm. you know you just really uh, learn a lot. And ultimately, I think that's what's helped me uh, get into the internships that I've had, and you know, land my full time offer is just uh, being able to talk about you know the technicals and being able to understand them uh, you know thoroughly and actually be interested in doing doing the job I think a lot of people in finance um, they want to get somewhere and I think we were talking about this mm -hmm. prior to the to the podcast like sometimes uh, people in finance might just be chasing like a name or mm -hmm. um, you know a certain position but um, I think it's important <coughs> for you to actually want to enjoy the work and mm -hmm. to be interested in the work uh, more so than just saying that you worked at a you know specific company so mm -hmm. um yeah yeah absolutely and you know that's like one of my takeaways to um freshman and sophomore that they like try and break in the ice it's like where 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 do they start obviously like maybe they don't have like experience in finance or accounting but where do they start right it's like the skill sets the volunteer experience uh knock out those units um but now more recently something that i wish i would have known before um and please feel free to like add in to this is we had we were talking with Sean before Goldwyn came out and then they came out recently and they introduced their exploratory programs you know like the ones that are available for freshmen and sophomores and I know that there's other companies as well they have like similar things whether it's like for a week a uh, few days or even like a more of an extended period of time like I wish I had known this kind of things my freshman and sophomore year because that probably they don't have as many applicants per se or you know when you're freshman sophomore you're not really focused on your career as much so like so these opportunities are available they're out there i wish i had known that like um tell me about some of those like did you was there something like your freshman sophomore year that you wish you had known like you wish you had done oh yeah i i think if we could all do it again um 
you know, usually those first two years were a little bit uh, less clueless or a little bit more clueless. <laughs> but if we would have had, you know, maybe like a mentor uh, that would have told us uh, about these opportunities early on. Um, I mean, I know we're also uh, not a highly recruited school for many of these things, but that doesn't mean that we don't have the option. So, for example, you mentioned like spring, spring weeks or like yeah. sophomore programs. Um, I'm very familiar with uh, stuff that they have like that for accounting mm -hmm. and for investment banking and uh, like Goldman Sachs exploratory programs, uh, consulting. Uh, they all have these kind of programs uh, tailored towards uh, sophomores. And uh, I, I could talk about the, the one I did or the one uh, at Big Four. Um, because I know that's heavily recruited here on campus. Um, it's basically, uh, for us, it's a diversity kind of internship program um, where you just throw in your application and, uh, you know, if you interview well, instead of just doing, like, one or two days of a, uh, of a little program, yeah. like kind of like a higher view program or, mm -hmm. or whatever, um, you could end up actually doing a, a full three-month internship with the firm before your junior uh internship when everyone mm -hmm. really does their uh you know that's considered your big summer where you do your uh, big internship so yeah the definitely they have that for for big four accounting uh well actually for a lot of the uh accounting firms they have that for uh obviously the big bulge bracket banks they do that um uh thoroughly i know someone from uh cal state northridge uh, she was here last semester she actually did the sophomore investment banking analyst program at uh, Goldman Sachs. So she was way ahead of the game. She's probably one of the only people that I know that uh, did a program like that. So yeah, definitely, like you said, uh, in terms of competition, if you can hop on, you know, right away, freshman, sophomore year, and you know, you're ahead of the game, uh, you're gonna have a lot of opportunities available to you and a lot more uh, internships under your belt. Mm -hmm. Especially because these companies don't even expect you to know that much, you know, that early on. Mm -hmm. They just want you to be interested in, you know, finance or, yeah. you know, accounting or, and, and it's a lot more personal um, that early on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, like you said, uh, you hit the nail on the head. There's there's a lot of opportunities out there. And if you just hop on, you know, really early, you're, you're definitely going to be yeah. uh, ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's fast forward to, like, junior year, you're looking for that big summer internship going to your senior year or you know you're looking for that offer you're looking for your career at the end of the day um, we we talk a lot about networking um, and reaching out to individuals like kind of cold or whether you know them through a mutual connection sometimes it's like not as easy for some kids you know what I mean like I know I wasn't as as uh, I mean, maybe I wasn't as open to it early on but uh, I know you're, you are like really good at this. You're really good at networking, you're really good at outreach. You're able to connect our students to other professionals as well if they need any resources. Um, so tell me about your strategy and how that's helped, how's that, how that helped you within your career or how you've seen it with others as well. Right, yeah, so you know, once again, I wanna make a point that I didn't start off you know, that way, but yeah. um, it's definitely something that you can learn as a skill um, how to network and uh, I would say the number one thing uh, your foundation has to be 
uh, knowledge. You mm -hmm. have to know what you're interested in and uh, you have to be able to carry on these conversations with professionals or other students uh, and be able to make a lasting impact. Now, if, you, if you're very knowledgeable, then the rest of it is just actually succeeding and connecting with people. Um, as, as far as my junior uh, internship, for me that was a lot easier because it was through the uh, you know accounting program here. Um, but I did learn a lot in terms of how I should network and that carried on to you know what, I, what I'm doing now. Um, and you know we had Ideen here last semester. Uh, for those that don't, that don't know, Ideen was the uh, president of SFA. Uh, last semester and he you know was really good at networking as well and mm -hmm. basically throughout his story um, you know he was very perseverant in uh, making sure that opportunities would you know appear for him even if they weren't as easy um, so if you're just you know perseverant and you reach out to everyone you know despite you know what measures you have to take whether it's cold calling emailing um, applying to every you know position that comes across uh, uh, I think he was even, uh, he mentioned that he literally went to knock knock on the door of uh, his first internship, and I think that was his uh, his junior internship. Um, you know, you just really have to go after those opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, I personally have become really good at using LinkedIn for networking, and uh, that's just because a lot of professionals check it. It's mm -hmm. brief, it's a little bit casual, yeah. Um, and you know just with a click of a button you can see someone else's background and you know they can see yours um, so that's very useful but you know also going to events uh, school events and, and cases uh, when you know SFA or Alpha or any other uh, student club brings out you know a specific firm you know mm -hmm. go over there and just introduce yourself at the very least um, maybe get an email um, even if it's not the position you want, um, usually they'll be more than happy to, you know, at least refer you to one person, and mm -hmm. then maybe that guy can refer you to someone else. Yeah. And um, when you throw in your application, you know, someone there might remember your name, mm -hmm. or someone might vouch for you, and that really helps you, uh, you know, leverage your connections and and uh, the work that you've put in uh, networking. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just say when it comes to applying for internships and networking, you know, be be humble and uh, you know sometimes you you really gotta grind and uh, reach out to people. Get, you get a ton of rejections. Um, I know for this this upcoming uh, this this fall, I applied to over like sixty positions. I'm not sure if you knew that. Mm -hmm. um, <clears> then <throat> I got rejected to fifty nine. So mm. I mean. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a kind of like a game, but you know you just uh, got to keep your head down and and just keep going, and, yeah. and success will come your way. Yeah, yeah, all good points, man. And uh, you mentioned like you utilize the accounting uh, school, is that right? The accounting resources here, right? Yes, yes, definitely. We also have the career education professional development office here, the CPD office. Mm -hmm. um, I personally was like always shy. I was like, I don't like, I would rather kind of just talk to my peers, uh, see what they do, uh, figure it out on my own. But, you know, until I took that initiative to go talk to them, it was like, it really opened some doors and really, um, it really got, got some opportunities in for me. So uh, 
what was that like like what was the initial step for you to take for like to kind of like ask for help honestly yeah so you, you know you're correctly right you picked up on that um when I first transferred in from a community college, uh, I just kind of, the student, I think it was the accounting association, they came by to my first accounting class and they're like, hey, you know, we have a, a club, you know, we connect people for internships mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we help people with their resume. And I was like, oh man, like I'm pretty shy. Like I, don't, yeah. I probably don't want to do that. Um, but I was just like, you know what, like if there's one thing that I've learned so far in life is like you just got to take risks and be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, so I just took the initial step. I went to the office. I went in there with a resume. I think I had like uh, had Best Buy on there. I think oh. I had Pizza Hut on there. <laughs> yeah, like, don't remind me about my first, <laughs> first resume. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so it was terrible. But um, you know what? They helped me get in an order. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was as soon as I just got involved, I got a little bit more comfortable, got out of my shell. I learned how to network. Um, and that for me was the initial step, just being able to say like, uh, I'm not afraid or I'm willing to put myself in uncomfortable positions to uh -huh. get to where I want to go. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's definitely, I think the most important part. Yeah, and I wanted to put it, uh, set this timeline. So we have the freshmen and sophomores, we covered then the juniors, and now the kind of like the seniors you know, that are uh, then looking for jobs. We get a lot of people in our club that, you know, come in their senior year, you know, they kind of feel that kind of pressure that, you know, they haven't really pursued or done anything in finance, done these internships or things along that sort. And so it's kind of, they're kind of late in the game. But, so I get this question kind of a lot, is that I'm in my senior year, I don't have an internship yet, what do I do? So things I came up with real quick was uh, fall spring internships which is like you had kind of like at Paramount a lot of these entertainment places are very receptive to those they provide these fall and spring internships so it's never too late you can do it within your within the class or you can go even to the CPD office or any of these offices I'm sure they're going to provide places that give any sort of internship and that's going to provide that oh this guy has a little bit of experience being working within a professional environment uh, you could even be in a part-time position that will transition to a full-time position. So, you know, whether it, if it's like a dream company of yours, if it's just something small, you know, like I don't think you should feel so bad that, look, I'm working in like a small position, like part-time while I'm in school. Mm -hmm. This can potentially transfer into an, a nice good offer. when I, Once I graduate, I can work full-time for the dream company that I want and hopefully within the, within the division that I want as well. Um, next would be like case studies. There's a lot of case studies that go around. This definitely um, resonates with a lot of professionals. They like to see that you're involved. They like to see that uh, you're able to work with teams and you're able to develop these case studies and, and do that. So we get a lot of those. Um, and then finally, from what I know, is uh, school research assignments. So we have the portfolio seminar class where we handle the endowment fund for the school and uh, that's, a, that's a class that our professor kind of says, like, this is essentially like an internship for you guys. This is, uh, you guys are handling a portfolio. You're essentially working as analysts and you're working within the team. And then on top of that, he's able to, he was able to provide also uh, an ESG research group. So there's a lot of research assignments that are done within a lot of the different colleges. 
And so finding the professors, finding these kind of research assignments are really good and something that you can also place on your resume and then uh, speak to other professionals about it. Or even that end product, that's, that's kind of something that I'm always looking at is like, okay, there's an end product to this that my name is probably gonna be attached to this, uh, just like how it is within the portfolio seminar. Um, having something tangible like that is really good for your resume and then so once you're applying for jobs or anything like that um that can during your senior year that can leverage yourself for sure um do you have anything to add to that caleb yeah so i think all the points that you made were um fantastic um you really can't go wrong uh with any of them and um i would say just about the same thing um as far as your fall and spring internships like you can either look at it as an opportunity to get a full-time opportunity uh, within that uh, company, or you could, like I said, just use that to, to leverage to a full-time offer somewhere else, which is actually uh, something that a lot of people do. Um, the part-time and, and, and the networking into another division, like that's also pretty solid. It might be easier to get into you know, a, a financial analyst role and, and then eventually move your way into like planning or, you know, whatever the case may be. That's that's another solid option. Um, case studies, uh, very important. Um, if there are case studies out there, I would recommend that you go in there with a winning mindset and try to win because it's not unheard of that if you win a case study, someone there will give you a full-time offer. Mm -hmm. Like I've heard of that many times. I've seen people on LinkedIn that don't have any experience, but you know, number one in Hulahan, you know, restructuring mm -hmm. investment banking case competition, and mm -hmm. next thing you know, the next uh, semester they're starting, you know, the internship there. Mm -hmm. So that opened the door for them. So I would definitely say uh, participate in those um, portfolio seminar classes. Okay, uh, yeah. So definitely, I've also seen people from uh, UCLA the Bruin Investment uh, mm -hmm. Club, and maybe that's the only experience that they have, but they're able to get uh, a successful position, you know, mm -hmm. after that. And here at CSUN, we have a lot of those as well, people who are uh, taking that portfolio class, like our uh, uh, our pr president from last semester. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing, and that's something that he mentioned uh, when he was uh, here earlier this week. Um, so that's another thing. And then I would say connect with your professors mm -hmm. um, because your professors, they probably have good connections um, in the industry, especially at a, a school like ours where a lot of our professors are adjuncts and they have, you know, a, a career outside of teaching. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're probably uh, working diligently, you know, throughout the week and then they come in and teach on the afternoons so mm -hmm. these people have a lot of connections and if you est establish a good relationship with them they might be able to uh, connect you with other people or even if they have their own firm they might even give you an internship or a uh, full-time position starting out so um, I would look into that um, and then also for your uh, your personal development like uh, something that I did a lot that I didn't used to do before was like actually read books like uh, you know I would hate reading I, I did not think it was interesting but once you find something that that interests you and you just read a ton of books on it you just become so much more uh, knowledgeable in, in the subject and when you're speaking to professionals in the field like they really like that so I would just say start reading educate yourself uh, 
work on your Excel skills if you're going mm -hmm. into finance. Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of resources for that here at CSUN and, um, you know, get, certifi get certifications, uh, do your SIE exams, your series, uh, your series seven, is it? Yeah, there's like so many of those, but those are the ones that you have to be sponsored. SIE is like yeah. something new, um, something fresh. Uh, one of our uh, your Bobby, Bobby, yeah, Bobby. He, he he just took his SIE, so that's it. That it's, it's a lot of opportunities, man. A lot of opportunities, uh, CFAs, exactly. all these things like that. You can just you can roll for, and you can start talking to people and talking to those that hey, I'm working up to that, and that really impresses them. And the reading the books thing is another big part too. So I'm glad you mentioned that one. I wanted to put one last question on this, just kind of give it a twist. Um, is that you know, sometimes there's people that come along the way, they've already had their internships, they've had their jobs, um, they're getting down to the wire where they have to now pursue a career. Maybe they're even in their career, but what if you, you, you come down this way and you want to switch to something else? You don't, you find that, hey, this, not, may, this now is not something that maybe I want to do, or this is not, let's say it's whether it's finance to accounting or accounting to finance, so whether it's uh, some it's if it's a career within finance because as we know from our previous uh, podcast there's so many careers in finance so you don't want to do uh, this career you want to transition to that career um, you know and anything in between whether you want to be in this city or that city how do you uh, switch over how difficult is it how do you find that out how do you tell people that you know this is what I like this is what I didn't like that's why I want to pursue this now yeah, that's a very, very good question. Um, well, like you said, within finance, it's a little bit more easier than if you were to you know, study something different in your undergrad and you mm -hmm. all of a sudden discover that you want to go into finance. That's a lot of a uh, more difficult change. But if you're trying to stay within finance, obviously, I think the first step would be to educate yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to know why you really want to go into the new position and mm -hmm. be prepared to answer those questions you know in your interviews um, you have to be qualified as well um, so that goes back on a lot of the stuff that we touched earlier uh, during this podcast um, networking uh, you have to be able to uh, network with professionals who are in that new industry mm -hmm. and show them that you have the experience um, and you just found something that is more interesting to you um, because ultimately you don't want to be stuck at a job where you're going to be unhappy so if it's truly what's going to make you happy a lot of times people can read that and and it'll usually work out for you um, I'd say it can take a while um, like for example for me I uh, was purely an accounting major about a year ago a year and a half ago um, and I had to pivot immediately. That was the advice that I received from my mentors. Um, they were just like, yeah, if you want to uh, make the switch, you gotta pivot now. Like you gotta show that you're, you're, you're hungry. So that's exactly what I did. I uh, did everything possible to make sure that I was ready for um, the career goals that I had in the future. So I would just say, um, be, be dedicated and uh, and make the switch as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and show enthusiasm, right? Uh, I think the people, the person that is more hungry is ultimately going to have more opportunities than the person who, uh, you know, just has it all there for him. So mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that, that would be my advice. Or even 
I know this is kind of a long shot, but um, a lot of people, when they want to switch careers, one option would be to, you know, get into a master's program mm -hmm. and, you know, study specifically something that will correlate very well for their transition and give them an opportunity to do one or two internships or, you know, however long your master's program is, do a few more internships and uh, network your way into the new position. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that would be my advice. That's great advice, man. Clear, concise, knowledgeable, and hungry to get into that new field. Uh, Caleb, do you have anything to add for today's session? Uh, no, just uh, everyone enjoy your uh, remainder of your week. I know a lot of us have uh, midterms coming up, so just study hard <laughs> and uh, work on those grades. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Caleb, for coming out. Really appreciate that. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and looking forward to the next one. See you guys.